ready to wake up, you're going to wake up. And if you're not ready, you're going to stay pretending that you're just a little, poor little me. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke, it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power. The world is like a ride at an amusement park, and when you choose to go on it, you think it's real, because that's how powerful our minds are. Everybody is I. You all know you are you. And wheresoever beings exist throughout all galaxies, it doesn't make any difference. You are all of them. And when they come into being, that's you coming into being. Hope you're doing well wherever you are in the world. Um... And this one today, there's a lot I want to dive into in this one. I've got a lot of notes. I've been watching a new documentary lately, and I want to obviously dive into that. Um, I haven't even finished watching the documentary yet. I've put the link in the description below as well, if anyone wants to check it out. Um, but I've, I'm not even fully through it yet, and I've it sparked so much ideas of thoughts and creativity in my mind that I want to speak about in this one today. And um, it's also kind of validated a lot of stuff that I've been working on as well and working towards too as well and just while i'm giving people a little bit of a chance to sort of jump on the live i know it sometimes takes people a, a little bit of sort of to to notice that i'm live and, and jump on board i just wanted to quickly speak before i start diving into uh, some of my observing my thoughts i've had and then i'll start interacting with you all uh, i just wanted to to speak about some of the quickly touch on some of the current things that that's going on right now in the world right now you know we can all see that everything from all different angles is right up in the in the world right now you know and i think i think the reason why a lot of stuff looks the way it does right now is because you know this is what it looks like when babylon's about to fall you know i think everything is is coming to the surface right now um because it because it has to you know and um, I think it's just a, a fundamental part of the awakening, how uh, everything's starting to come to the surface. You know, it's just a part of the the sort of the divine plan that's that's all playing out. You know, it obviously looks like it's a physical form. You know, of like all these different things, protest, information coming to the surface, um, fuel shortages, um, people completely um, people turning their backs on their jobs and stuff. You know, I think this is what it looks like when babylon's about to crumble down you know it's just a it's just a natural part of the of the cycle but anyway um just wanted to make sure that's working there is that working something's going down is it working yes it is don't know if i was having some technical problems there i don't know if it's working is it okay Lauren, you just check on yours make sure it's all right sick um so anyway um one of the topics that i want to talk about <coughs> today was um the documentary that i've just come across a, f- a few weeks ago, uh, a few weeks ago and i just got around to it a couple of days ago watching it and the documentary is called the lost history of the flat earth and um the document the the link's actually in the description below the in the description too as well uh, but the documentary you know it stands it stands uh, alone as more than a flat earth documentary in my opinion you know so far there hasn't even been i'm already i think three or four hours into the documentary and there's been not a lot of talk about the flat earth to be honest it's more there's a lot of different individual segments that look at and analyze the bigger picture of history which i think is really interesting and um, just before i dive in i wanted to say as well that check out the telegram group and if you can find it in your heart and support the podcast and uh, to allow me to keep doing these streams you know but anyway what i thought was really interesting about the the documentary um 
it kind of put together and it tied a lot of stuff that over the last 15 years that I've kind of been really heavily looking into, especially when it comes to a lot of research of lost history and how that ties to the conversation of spirituality and ascension. Um, and it also, the documentary made me aware of some new angles, which I want to speak about today that I wasn't kind of fully aware of, but it kind of like creates a lot of symmetry in a lot of the stuff that I've been looking into and it ties and sort of validates a lot of the sort of internal and physical stuff that I've been uncovering um, through my whole, whole journey, like I said before, in regards to ascension and the lost history. Um, you know, but it's interesting because, you know, like... Um, when it comes to the conversation of, of history and ancient cultures and like what were they truly up to, you know, there's nothing more in my own life that sort of grabs my attention than sort of peering through or trying to peer through the looking, gra uh, looking glass of these kinds of ancient minds in the past, you know, and also kind of like try and peer beyond sort of all this fake history that has been presented to us over the years, you know. I think there's nothing more satisfying and, and no more gratitude than kind of finding your way back through that, you know, finding you back, finding your way through the, the information that's been presented to us and finding different information on the other side of that. And that goes for the whole topic of spirituality. I think a lot of us now, you know, this like divine truth is starting to really seep through and we're kind of finding our way back to this, you know, and I have theories on why that is, you know, there's many theories to why we're finding our way back to this now. Um, but it, tie, it ties to many things anyway. I'm not, I'll save that for another time. But anyway... I really feel like um, that you know the majority of the majority of history that has been sort of presented to us over the years. It you know it confirms a um, it confirms a narrative of a biological nature, and you know history that has been hidden to us is more of a sort of a ascension nature. It's more about consciousness. So you've got to kind of ask yourself why, you know, why is that? You know, like when you kind of like peer into the, the, the presented information that's being presented to our senses, it's all of a physical nature. But when it comes to kind of like the looking further beyond the sort of veil kind of thing, it's it seems like it's all about ascension and consciousness. And I think the reason why that is because, you know, if you want to kind of like fragment uh someone from from spirit you know how do you do that you 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 sort of hide away who they truly are you hide away hide away where they're coming from where they came from so they don't know where they're going but i think once you start looking back into history and you start looking um you know past like i said before past the presented history what we've kind of been presented you really start seeing that the deception that in the picture that we have been presented to is a false narrative and i think you, once you start looking at alternative information you can start to to see a new story that's emerging and a, a, that story in, in my opinion is a story that of of um peoples of the past who had greater advancement uh, physically and spiritually and i think you know all the common themes as well that come up when you start looking further into the past uh cop some of them common themes are how these um a lot how how these people were more advanced um, physically, they were more advanced spiritually, uh, in terms of building, in terms of science, in terms of health, in terms of spirituality. You can take that wherever you want, but I think right now as a people, you know, we're kind of just sort of, you know, we're finding our way back to that now. You know, I think the de the deeper essence of this as well, you know, kind of um, it has to do with these twenty four thousand year old cycles that I've spoke about many times on the podcast. You know, like the yoga cycles, the nine waves, uh, the cycles of the golden age, people call them. Um, and I think it's also kind of more linked to us 
uncover, uncovering these these this deeper knowledge is is due to the fact of these bigger uh, cycles of consciousness that every twenty four thousand years that come around in celestial periods and affect human consciousness. You know, we we get a, a a momentary point of amnesia where we forget ourselves, we move into our low nature, and then we expand into our higher self. And and I think that work kind of links more to the region of like say five thousand to twelve thousand years ago, of all the different megalithic structures around the world. You know, I think when we all look at all the different megalithic structures around the world, we can all see them as a as a potent sort of message of ascension and consciousness. You know, um, but what I thought, thought was interesting, where I wanted to take this today, because I think I've I've done kind of like them ancient cultures enough, enough um, like the the pyramids and the Mayan cultures and all the different. Uh, the yuga cycle and things that i've talked about that a lot but what i thought was interesting about uh, this documentary was kind of presented a new different type of angle it did kind of touch on all these ancient cultures of the past which is very important but the the sort of the new angle of the documentary that i presented was a story of of um of actually not that not that long ago like what i mean by that is, is that when we perceive a lot of these sort of this all this great architecture that's around the world right now like all these great cathedrals all the great halls uh, monuments and things like that you know we perceive them as as a kind of like our ancestors kind of created these to some degree in terms of the biological evolution uh, but the way that this documentary presented this angle of the documentary was speaking of how how the, the peoples who who we've been told built these actually didn't also build them too which as i sort of speak about a bit more about it and what i've learned it will kind of make it make a bit more uh make a, a lot more a lot more sense to uh, you, you know um but i think you know like um for example you know when we when we kind of you know when we kind of just look at a lot of these um you know these buildings that are are in the monday world for example you know like that that do process with the visual eye like a, a great form of like um architecture you know like you've got all the different cathedrals and the halls and stuff like that even just with your you know you, with your naked eye you know for example they look out of place to some to some degree you know and um and i think as you start kind of like analyzing them with a, a different type of lens you'll start seeing that they do ooze of something that's a bit more sophisticated that, and that then we've kind of the ooze of a different quality than what we currently have right now i mean look at the current world that how it's presented you know like all the different structures that we have how we the, the design capabilities how we design things how we make things look you know it oozes of a, of a complete different quality and um you know i don't know any of you out there but i've kind of like you know i've walked around different i've been in many different places around the world and i've looked at all different many different types of structures and um structures of the past you know they they, they do just you know they, they're completely um a different class you know so this is kind of what the documentary presented presented you know and it, it made an argument that that a lot of these buildings um even more the the sort of the comp of comp uh what's the word i'm looking for of uh contemporary times um were not built by the people that history depicts us that history has told us or depicts to us of so for example um there's a lot of if you look on around on the internet there's a lot of old pictures of amazing kind of architecture you know of the past and a lot of people have kind of like depicted pe people's like sort of standing beside these great these great um great architectural builds like the, all the big cathedrals and all these big monuments all around the world and at the same time alongside in them photo there's always people sort of riding horses and carriages uh, there's people sort of at the same time while they're standing beside these great monuments of architecture the roads are all muddy you know so so a lot of these pictures kind of clearly show that the people in them cities did not possess possess 
you know, the technological know-how or capability to create some of these structures. And it's, it's a very interesting argument as you start diving more into this, you know. And I think it also ties into, which I know a lot of you people out there have mentioned to me, uh, the theory of um, Tartaria as well. It, it sort of, you know, ties into the t- into the into the work into the body of work of that too as well you know and um you know like like i've always said you know like um as you know i'm very interested in and i've kind of been tying a lot of this work together especially over the last few weeks and over the last couple of months you know the relationship of how um how people of the past kind of like read and understood and worked with um and manipulated the maneuver movements of the stars and also to take a little bit further as well you know how they worked with the ether you know how they used magnetism uh, also water with that too as well and how they used that to heal and create energy to possibly you know uh, grow foods be more healthier um you know longevity of the of the vessel and and and, and much more you know it goes to much more but i think a lot of architecture of the past you know tells tells us stories of this you know and i and i believe that when you start kind of like looking more into these all these different megalithic structures but like i said as well the the even the 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 quote-unquote earlier architecture that we perceive it always you know tells stories of of these deeper mean meanings of how the how these peoples of the past were clearly aware of like uh, of the ether they were aware of magnetism they were aware of the properties of of vibration and frequency and how it affects uh, water which can affect health it can affect human consciousness and i really think like um you know when we when we look into a lot of these different pieces of architecture around the world i really feel like they were t- they were what they were trying to do is they, they were trying to create a timeless um architecture that can pass down consciousness to to you you know and i think and it's also a map back to that as well the more that you kind of like dive into the work of all these cultures you start realizing that it's a map back to yourself you know and telling you where you come from what you're connected to what's above you you know and um, what's all around us and i think when we look back at all these different um different sort of uh, buildings and architecture you know, i think we're getting a glimpse and we're piecing together you know what the golden age truly looks like like what the golden age will actually look like when we move forward because you know right now on the planet to go a bit deeper into this you know like for example we we get subdued our senses get subdued of how the world's going to look in the future like from a more of a technological perspective you know like this technological utopia perspective you know where you've got flying cars and stuff like this but i think when the more that you look back into the past of all these different and start piecing together all this different information about all the architecture you start realizing that you know the golden age doesn't look like a technological one in terms of how how um, how the movies perceive it you know it's a, it's a one where basically you know where like you know architecture and and technology is more angled and it's more about the evolution of the soul you know it's more about working with the human spirit instead of taking the human spirit out of a body and putting it into something else you know it's about it's more about magnifying the gifts and um and magnifying the physical body the gift of the physical body that we already have and how that also plays an important role in, in consciousness and in, in, um, in your evolution as a human being you know it's not about like i said before taking your soul and like consciously projecting it in a machine or something you know so buildings of the past were more about um were more about mirroring that you know to some degree and and also trying to like mirror that aspect within you and how it mirrors the heavens above and how it mirrors the ether and how we can use that to 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 be healthy you know and how we can use that to to um 
to evolve to evolve our human soul and our human life on this planet and then for example you know like um i don't know if any of you out there have seen this but if you look at a lot of rose windows you know like in a lot of cathedrals and churches and a lot of the different great buildings around the world you know they're all about kind of mirroring secret geometry so when you walk through a lot of these buildings you will see like um, rose windows for example with like kind of secret geometry and for, for me i think it's it's the what they're trying to do is they're trying to mirror the ether you know like they're trying to tell you like like what is above so below and they're trying to tell you a message of how they understood the like these geometric patterns that were all around us you know even for example when you look at the the stars through a telescope you know um you, basically when you look at them stars with with like through the naked eye through the telescope you know th- these these um these stars are more geometric form you know they're like they're like a like a light form like a resonance and I think I really feel like a lot of these peoples of the past, you know, they knew about that, you know, um, and that's why they were mirroring it even through all the churches and architecture. You just have to kind of, you just you just actually have to kind of understand how, you know, like they were using that to, to to pass down a message, but also telling you how they were using it to to manipulate the the ethereal ethereal energies, you know, and they were using what they needed, you know, like for example, there's um. A lot of like huge greenhouses now which have been dismantled you know but supposedly the story is that a lot of these greenhouses which are are, are, are if you just look back and you type in ancient greenhouses um or if you just watch this documentary you'll see um you know some of these documentaries are supposedly from the 1800s but however the technologies you know uh, the capability and the technology we have now couldn't even mirror and couldn't even reflect the same principles that were carried out uh, internally and externally in some of these big like organic greenhouses they had also some of these big cathedral halls and how they we sort of how they were maintaining these halls um through using magnetism and water you know we we kind of were so far away from this technology you know i could go so much into this but even for example like a lot of the the, the architecture around the world now if you have a look at this you know even with just walk down um a city somewhere you'll see some of the architecture is kind of like it's like oldie worldy doomed uh, doomed a uh, domed architecture and um it kind of like you know i think and it's also at the same time it's covered in certain they have certain materials that it's like certain uh, magnetic materials that kind of like uh, magnify energy and they would i feel like you know they were doing this because they, they, they were using the architecture around the world as some kind of like power grid you know to magnify the energy of the ether you know and they were using and then through that process as well they were using um the architecture they were using sound and resonance they were using magnetism you know and they were, at the same time they you know they were using this to keep the divine channels open you know like for example when we look back um in the past you know there's always like language and words where they say you know because i think what what i think we're going to kind of start realizing in the future is how water is linked to, to ascension how water is is going to be the it's going to be the real currency of the future you know in the future world water is going to be the true currency but if we look back in a lot of teachings they always speak about the word they say the waters above the ether they always talk about the waters um waters below and the waters above and they also talk about the waters within as well and all ancient structures around the world um were designed with water at the heart of them I remember years ago when I was first came across the the Egyptian pyramids and I was looking into like what they truly were and I was like researching the different cavities that were in the king's chamber and things like that and I remember coming across this interesting article at the time where scientists were 
had created a petition because another group of archaeologists were going in there and they were trying to take away the water, the natural uh, spring water that was underneath the the pyramids. And if you look around at all different structures around the world, um, from megalithic all the way to even... um, quote-unquote more um, modern architecture supposedly anyway like cathedrals and per- uh, cathedrals and great halls and botanical gardens and stuff like that they always carry an element of water in them and they always like kind of like the the architectural design of that landscape always houses a kind of a, a presence of water in in very interesting ways if you if you have the right eyes to see it and um and that's why i feel like you know the way I think, like I said before, you know, like they were using, like sort of, you know, they were using the ethereal vibra- vibrations and showing you that through water and how you can tap into the ethereal vibrations that's all around us. You can use that to change the molecular structure of things. You know, we all know that you can change the molecular structure of water, you know, by thought, uh, by vibration and sound, you know, looking at the work of the of cymatics, um, you know, even the work of like monks, um, how monks are using chanting to, to affect uh, water molecules and things like that it's experiments have been done on food they've been done on flowers they've been done on many different things within nature and they always show great results you know but i really feel like you know they were using these ethereal energies and they were using water with that and using magnetism and they were using them what they needed for you know like i said before they were using them for food for example like there's been studies that's been shown now um how sound waves can actually affect the growth of foods um, and I feel like they were doing that too, and that was probably some of the big greenhouses that they were using too at the same time, you know. They were also at the same time as well um, using it for healing, which we all know about. I think a lot of these um, a lot of these um, structures around the world were, were had, a, had a great presence on, on healing of the body, and that's why they were designed in the way that they were. Also as well, I think they were all about keeping up the earthly energies too. There's something that I haven't kind of understood with that yet, but I will get to that at one point of how, like the, to the full extent of how they were like maintaining these channels to the earthly realms and why that was important. Maybe that was something to do with frequency and the vibration and the uh, frequency um, with inside of ourselves and that it needs to min- be maintained or we sort of fall into lower consciousness or something. Also, um, like they know there's so much, I know I'm sprouting off so much here, but um and this is, I'm only just touching on a few things here that I've got at the moment on me observing my thoughts. But also longevity. I think longevity is something that's that we kind of don't understand and how water and um, frequency can be used um, by harnessing the ether and how it can be used to affect long, longevity. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if when we hear these stories of the past, of peoples of the past, you know, living for much longer than we live now because, you know, the story and the, um, the spiel that we're living much longer than we've ever lived before, you know, as a, as a load of shite, you know. Even, like, from a perspective of just looking at a very small-scale biological evolution, we can all see that the data has been manipulated and skewed, even just on a, on a very small-scale scenario. But if you start going even further back, you know, there's always scriptures and stories of people people's living much longer than we've lived now. So I, I, one of my theories is that I wouldn't be surprised if that ancient peoples of the past week were harnessing the energy the ethereal energies and they understood how to upkeep the human vessel there is an importance in maintaining the human vessel you know we all know that that for example you know people on the planet who are, who are much more healthier they eat more healthier food like um you know the, the your vessel when your vessel's running more cleaner spiritually you're more equipped you know you're more clean you're more um you, you you're more your body's more lighter you know it works more efficiently 
So if you take that to an even greater extent, for example, you know, when you start harnessing the power of sound and frequency and using that with magnetism and using the the ethereal energies and using that in symmetry and you were kind of like creating devices where uh, maybe people were getting into water water systems where where they were uh, sending sound waves and vibrations to them maybe there's something that we in terms of that that we don't quite know that that sort of kind of prolongs the human vessel a much a, a bit longer you know um but i think there's a lot more to be un, undiscovered on in terms of that and how water you know, um, maintains the longevity of the human body. And I think in the next few years, I think we're probably going to start seeing the effects of that, you know. Like, I think we're probably going to start seeing the effect how the water, in essence, is the true gold on this planet and how it can be used to to, to, to harness, um, to affect to affect longevity within the human body, you know. And, um, and also at the same time, a lot of these buildings as well if you look at the architecture in them a lot of them were, were built in a way to to resonate sounds in very interesting ways like even if you go back to like a lot of the um the coliseums around the world a lot of the coliseums are designed in a way to kind of like magnify sound you know you go back even further to gobekli tepe the way that it's structurally designed is to amplify sound um, and that's it's interesting because if you look at the word amphitheater, you know, which is an amphitheater, which is an ancient word that's been passed through the ages, you know, what does amphitheater really mean? You know, it's an amp. It's telling you that it's about sound. You know, amphitheater. Um, so you know, like the word language is, is is telling you in plain sight. You know, and I truly believe that these power, these these um these peoples of the past, you know, they unlocked and they understood the the magnetic power. Of water and I think they did that by this is my theory I think that they did this by analyzing the ethereal realms but also analyzing the stars that are above the firmament you know and I think the stars above the stars above them told them um, that the key to manipulating the uh, ethereal energy is harnessed through water sounds um, uh, vibration and frequency and I think they honoured, you know, they honoured this gift through all the different structures, you know, by crafting all these different um, domes around the world, by creating all these different star cities that they had, and all these different things around the world that we that 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 hundred percent um, scream of 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 a more far a more advanced technology. You know, they they understood them, and they were um, and they understood the feral realms through them processes, and they were um, and they were studying the heavens, the skies, and the firmament. You know, as as scientists, you know, and it's interesting because when I was kind of looking into um, some stuff, you know, in regards to this, I was um, I was seeing how I was seeing how um, if you look around the world at a lot of church, a lot of, there's a lot of church bells, you know, and church bells aren't just designed for weddings you know they're not just designed for to call morning prayer or something like that you know the church bells in themselves give off a potency of um of um of harnessing sound frequencies and vibrations within the structures you know like even a lot of um even a lot of churches and stuff like that at the center of each church you know carries a carries a um i can't remember what the the musical instrument's called can you remember what the musical instrument's called organ yeah each uh, structure carries has an organ at the center of each of each um uh cathedral building which i thought re- well, i think is really interesting so you know that we there there there's a lot going on anyway you know and i know that was a big rant um someone said that the screen's freezing i hope everyone can see is okay and it's going all right 
Um, someone said, Tina said, do you think uh, extraterrestrials played a role in in the civilization? Um, in civilization, um, yeah, I think obviously there is a lot of evidence suggesting that, you know, and I think, um, but I, th- I also just to take another angle on this, I think when we, you know, when we kind of like we look at all this body of work, what I've just spoke about there in terms of like all this information of this lost history of how we're more advanced and, uh, and more techn- technologically and spiritually equipped than we've been led to believe, I think, um, a lot of this kind of comes down to, um, that we kind of we always give our power away and our essence away and by sort of projecting our capabilities onto an extraterrestrial race or someone out there and i think it also kind of plays into the narrative of what's been running on this planet for such a long time that we're not powerful we can't do this um, and i'm not saying there hasn't been any interaction with that in the in the past i think when the channels were probably more open you will probably be able to contact and be able to communicate with these extraterrestrials in different ways and they probably knew that too, you know. Maybe it's more, maybe it's 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 in it's 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 more sort of um, it's more metaphysical than we we also think too as well. Maybe it's physical, but it's also metaphysical. But at the same time, I feel like it plays into the narrative that we couldn't do this in the past, and it also kind of plays out the 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 spiel and the 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 evolution that we've been told. You know that like we on the slow gradual progression and we're constantly getting better and better and better. Then we once will become the aliens. You know we'll have the flying crafts, but actually you know it's the opposite. You know like I think the peoples in the past had the map of consciousness. You know they, like I said before, they were the architects of consciousness and they understood how to really create timeless technologies and create timeless architecture. And it wasn't about kind of like moving away from the planet. You know it was kind of moving in to the planet, if that makes sense. Moving into your own planet planet um so i think that's where the disconnect is between ancient civilizations and how that rule to me is is um is a lot different you know someone said sean in the comments said cathedrals were healing centers uh, hospitals as such not places of, of worship worship yeah definitely um in the documentary too as well like it, it, it un- uncovers that you know like it uncovers that to great extent how a lot of these places that have now been termed into places of worship were actually healing centers which is really interesting and that's what i was saying before about you know the bells on the on the churches and stuff i mean when i'm going to when i'm going to these places now you know i'm after watching this documentary i'm looking at these places completely different now and i think that also does something to you you know it does something to your soul when you start when you when you download a new piece of information it it, it, um, it causes you to interact with that architecture in a completely different way you know paulo solari um he was a guy who built um, one of the first self-sustainable places in the world called uh, Arcosanti in the Arizona desert. He was an Italian. Um, he was an Italian um, architect, and he said that. Um, and I've also heard other people say this in other books, books too. Because I, I, years ago, I read this book on architecture when I first started waking up, and now I kind of know why it's led us back to that now. Um, but a lot of the old philosophers in the past because a lot of the architects in the past were philosophers and they were blending philosophy and architecture together and they kind of understood that by doing so um, you can you can manipulate and use maybe manipulate's not the right word but you can work with architecture to affect human consciousness and also affect human resonance and um like i said when it comes to the bells and the churches you know i think that that played a fundamental role in these healing centers you know like if you ring a bell for example you know it's it and you put against uh, put it against water you know it, it creates secret geometry it creates cymatics you know to some to some to some degree and um you know it affects the resonance of water anyway 
So um, I think we all know that a lot of these structures around the world were designed with that with that with that intent to some degree. You know, someone said, Paul said, "Have you watched Mr. Astrology Sanchez Sabanacci?" Yeah, of course I've watched his work, master. Um, yeah, he's coming on the podcast as well. That's a little. Uh, I'll let you guys in on that one. Yeah, he's, I've got a podcast set up with him. He's coming on. I'm not letting you know when, but uh, it'll be a surprise. But me and him is going to dive deep for sure. That's that's one hundred percent. Going to try and ask him some questions that I am um, personal questions that I'm working on myself, and try and bring to him some things that I've never heard him talk about. Um, as you know, I always bring it. So um, for sure, that'll be an interesting one. There's also some German guy in the comments as well. I I I do know a little bit German, so um, I can see what you're saying there. You know, <laughs> I do know a little bit of German, and you're trying to tell us that um. That you've uh, that you that you've took the spice, that's what you're saying. You're saying you've took the spice. I've took the spice, and now I masturbate everywhere. My brain is fried. <laughs> but I can read German. That's what you're saying, aren't you? I'm sure you're saying that. Um, someone said it's interesting on the video you shared how the cities on a lot of the photographs were completely empty. There were there there were no people. They were re repopulated. Uh, already built cities yeah that was really interesting as well in the pictures like so some of the old pictures of the past um, of some of these old cities with the, the amazing architecture in the background somebody had been taking pictures with completely nobody in these in the uh, nobody in the towns at all you know and like um you know what are you, what are you going to do you know like to take one of them pictures you're going to tell everyone to stay in the house you're going to tell everyone that there's something going on like fake something like it's going on right now i, I very much i'm very much i'm very much doubt that you're going to get everyone to stay inside you know so that's also very interesting you know what was the kind of the the rhetoric behind that why was who took the picture you know like who took the picture on the camera what was what was the kind of what was the perception behind that you know could it could work both ways you know it could be deception from both kind of angles you know but um it's one of them things also as well um i wrote this down as a note i'm going to go back to this as well um something i want to do as well just to let you guys know is i'm going to start I'm trying in the middle of setting up something where I can kind of show you pictures at the same time. So I'm just working on setting up that technology at the moment. Where at the same time is sort of kind of sharing as as words are coming out of my mouth, I can also back this up with pictures and evidence and research, which I, I can't wait to do as well. So it just kind of gives you a bit more of a, a visual um understanding and I can kind of talk it through too to sort of back up some of these, you know, these big sort of claims that I'm making and some of these uh things that I'm talking about. Um I'm just going to go up my notes a second. Yeah, also as well, like, um, which I think is interesting as well, is um, something something I noticed as well is that um, that in a lot of when you when you kind of look at a lot of um, a lot of old pictures of the past of these kind of like you know these um, healing centers where they had these great baths at the center of them. Like for example, right now in the in the world, I think this is the the, the origin of, of where these where like sort of um spas come from now in the world because you know spas you know everything is in kind of plain sight the, the further that you kind of look back and you realise how how um places of the past kind of carry kind of like trickles of of legacy kind of forward into the future. And I think that's what a lot of spas are, you know, like but they but they kind of like along the way is kind of the the true meaning of what the what, what these places of spas were for have kind of, has kind of been watered down to some degree because there was evidence that I've seen, especially this doc the way that this documentary presented as well. It was talking about this world called um uh, I can't remember what was the, the word it used now again, but it used a certain word anyway. And it was talking about how um a lot of these if um these great uh baths of the world of these sort of places where people would come for healing they would go in the water 
they would use magnetism and um i think it's called hyper hyper hypertrophy i think hyper hyper something anyway hyper hyper hypertrophy or something hypertrophy maybe someone can put that in the comments anyway but they were talking about how they were using electromagnetism and vibration to affect the the frequencies within the water and then when when, when people would kind of like immerse themselves in the water it would affect the resonance within inside of themselves and the spars were actually used um and the like kind of the original uh, applica- applications of these water systems were kind of like were to do with frequency and vibration and it's only now as kind of as kind of that deeper understanding that technology has kind of been watered down and lost you know we've kind of that's how you see the remnants of like these spas that people go to for a spa weekend or something you know around the world which i thought was really interesting to to see the the remnants of that and how it's filtered down but it would make sense you know like if you're a civilization who understands the properties of water and you're peoples who understand how water can affect how how by affecting water can affect the water within us it's going to make sense you know we all know that how water how frequency and vibration affects affects water you know and that's why i keep saying you know like i think um you know water is fascinating within itself of how you know through intention and prayer we've all seen the scientific studies of how water can be affected through the mind you know and um and i think more in the future i think we're going to start seeing uh water is a is a sacred element i think also like i think we're starting i think that's one of the shifts that's happening is that that instead of food just being food instead of water just being water instead of um a movement of the human body just being exercise and training or um like this can go for everything you know i think for sex as well we're starting to move from physical practices to spiritual practices to sacred practices so it moves from like it moves from like just something that you do like from a primitive force with that's with inside you and it moves to a conscious force it moves to a, to a sacred force and i think that's the difference between uh, an advanced civilization to a civilization that's not advanced like we are now a civilization that's more advanced sees reality as sacred you know from every single angle you know it doesn't just see it as a biological process where you just turn up and you just carry out whatever you need to carry out just to get through your day you know they seen it as like every single act was a sacred act and that's why they built their architecture and their their utopias in this way with this intent you know to to magnify you as a person not kind of like like what's going on in the world now where you're just a you're just on a hamster wheel you're a con you're you know like most workplaces and most like um economical system systems that are set up you know they see you as a they don't see you as a um, as an entity that's kind of like important you know they just see you as a part of the cog to get and create what they want to create um but you know like a vision in the future it doesn't have to be that way you know it, it, it works it, it it could be locked different you know we can work with more we can ha- create a world with greater intent you know like using many different forms like like i've just been describing before you know um but anyway that's what i have to say on that too anyway and also as well i'm trying to find a question i know there's a few questions coming in but i just wanted to add as well that i think one of the importance of this work is what i've uncovered is um, i kind of got this download just before I came on before but I think the reason why um why we're kind of like a lot of this stuff's uncovering right now is because you know once you kind of like um once you start uncovering a lot of this information you start understanding how information you know creates creates a vision of future you know like when you download a new piece of information inside your side of yourself you know that knowledge sort of seeps into you you know and affects the way that you operate through the through the world and I think that's how 
manifestation works you know like i think and that's why there's kind of like this divine information is now starting to come activate more and more in us all because as we start embodying this information more and more you know magnetically this is going to through our physical actions and through our intentions and through opening up them pathways inside of ourselves these things are going to start manifesting you know and they're going to start becoming becoming reality again you know and i think that's how that's kind of like the the awakening that's happening you know like we're working our way back to this to this knowledge that's always been there to some degree you know someone said it's dutch i love you you love your content bro yeah i was just winding you up (laughs) Um, someone said um everything is connected on a level most are not able to see and feel yeah for sure well i think this is what it has to go to you know like it's it's like um i've said this before on the podcast but if you want to you know if you want to find the like the deepest secrets of the universe you know you have to like actively open up the channels with inside of themselves you know that more intuitively spiritual mind and i think that's what peoples of the past had you know like they had the more intuitively spiritual mind where they could see they seen the world in a more um etheric way you know it wasn't like a, a physical uh, like a a biological evolution what we're what we believe we're in now you know because when you when you believe that like for example if you just believe the stars are physical you know you believe that you just it's just a planet that you're on and it's like and it's just and you've you've come from this biological process you know like the way like charles darwin's theory of evolution always plays out and you come from these single cell organisms you know like you kind of like it makes you lose contact with 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 that with that true essence of what this place is you know and i think that's kind of the veil that's been put over us you know we've kind of been like portrayed this whole narrative and story of of how how someone else wants life for us to believe that life unfolded but truly you know like that understanding is only being put on top of the understanding that ancient cultures a different a different understanding that ancient cultures had in the past you know they've seen this they've seen this place as completely different you know it wasn't like that you know it was like that it was more wave like um it was more to do with consciousness you know like when they looked up at the heavens at the night they weren't looking at physical stars you know it was metaphysical you know 100 percent um someone said as well they also uh cured cancer true frequency but the doctor who did it died without knowing how um yeah well i've seen you know there's always there's always been like remnants of that like the first i spoke about this before but the guy who created the car by water you know um wilhelm reich he was doing a lot of stuff it's very similar to the principles like what i was talking about you know like all these di- all these greatest minds of the past who have kind of been suppressed you know they were like touching onto this you know like they were touching onto magnetism and using water to heal and using like the, the energy from the ether to heal you know like i know even uh, even tesla he spoke about using the like spoke, spoke about how all around us there is an energy you know um and you know we've always heard the quote of like how energy never dies you know um so you know we all know that there is something there is an ever presence thing that's that's around us you know we are it too as well at the same time but you know the ancients were just using it you know they were harnessing they were tapping into it and understood the fundamental relationship to it but you know like this is to go a little bit deeper you know but like um what i thought was interesting in this documentary too you know the, do- the documentary kind of showed um a perspective of like when you look through a telescope for example 
and you're looking at stars, you know, they look like they're moving in water. Like, so for, for example, there's a lot of, um, and I know this is probably going to trigger a lot of people, you know, because people believe that there's, there's all ultimate space out there, you know, and all the planets are the way they are. And I understand that perspective too, you know, I've steeped my mind in that for so long. But I'm kind of starting to, to change my perspective a lot, you know, and I've, I've spoke about how I believe that this place is more metaphysical and the stars above us, you know, they're, they're more transcendental. Um, but at the same time, you know, there's a lot of scriptures that talk about, you know, the, the waters above, the waters below, you know, like we can't just dismiss this as like sort of as primitive people anymore now, you know, like the evidence is starting to come out more and more. And um, and I do think like there's more evidence is going to start coming forward in terms of understanding that relationship more deeply you know if like if this information isn't isn't enough understanding how they were like using the ether and using water to manipulate the human body and affect the human body in certain ways it would make sense that maybe you know there is a, a relationship to that above you know maybe the waters above are something that we do have a there is something going on there to some degree you know but it is interesting because when you kind of look through a telescope it does seem like the stars are you know they're more etheric like the more metaphysical but they're also kind of like could be in kind of some water or something you know which is which is interesting to think about someone said in the comments as well i kind of pronounce that word hydrokinetic recall water has a memory yeah well there's, there's a guy called uh there's, there's a guy who wrote a book um i can't remember the guy who jeremy pollock i think or something like that but he wrote a guy about talking about how memory uh, water has a, has a memory um here's here's an interesting thought that i had today and this is a wild conspiracy off the run right but for example how i said that in the future water is going to be you know water our relationship with water in the future is going to become more more apparent and how it affects it especially when it comes to our health but everything else too spirituality and things like that and we all know that if you develop a greater relationship with your water it, it affects your whole systems within your body you know like it doesn't take a scientist to understand that if you start drinking better cleaner water you know it affects your whole profile of your whole body your dna your, your cells and also probably your spirituality and your con and your conscious mind you know so you know we all know about fluoride in the water and how it affects the pineal gland and stuff like that so um so it would make sense that that if it is understood that you can control if this information has been inverted which it obviously clearly has with being discarded away from this information understanding the magnetic properties of water. If it has been inverted in a certain way, we can look around at the world now how water is no longer free, you know, like we even pay for our water, you know, like it's mad. We even we don't just pay for our water, we pay for someone else to put shit in the water, which is even more inverted. But people around the world obviously control our water source, you know, like the world's been leading at this for such a long time how you know, you're, you, half the people don't even know where the water comes from, you know, like when you turn a tap on, where does it even come from, what's even happening to that, you know, not even our relationship with our food's gone, but our relationship with our water, you know, water's getting pumped through pipes, it's coming from God knows where, and it's going into your system, you know, um, which is your spiritual vessel, it's your temple, you know, you should look after, you know, we're not, no one's like kind of like looking after the water anymore. However, we know peoples in the past were more healthy, they lived longer. You know, they were had a closer relationship with not only the food, but f they had a greater relationship with the water, you know. So um, I think water is something that we need to really start looking into and taking more control of our water, you know, because we can definitely see the, the process of who's controlling our water right now on the planet, you know. Maybe what they're putting into that, you know. What kind of, like, things are getting put into that, you know, so that you can affect your way of operating, your way of seeing, you know. So who who knows with that one? 
but it's uh, it's clear to see anyway. Control, take control of every single av- avenue, you know. Dependency in all avenues. Food, water, um, living environment, everything. Robbie, Rob said, history is a lie agreed upon by the obsessors. Yeah, for sure. I think as well, like a lot of the information which I'm kind of starting to see is that like it's kind of, there's a lot of like true knowledge in plain sight, but at the same time, it's inverted in a way to kind of knock you off the off your scent, off the sense. Sent. So it's kind of like in a way they do it in a way where they kind of want you to know a little bit, like leaving breadcrumbs. They kind of do it in a way to mock you as well. I think that's what kind of the games that they play. I think that's ties in. I think a lot of this history has been inverted through a lot of Masonic culture. Like we know that if you look into the word of work of um, of Masons and stuff like that, and the, like the Illuminati and things like that, we can all see like how you know like uh, a lot of these ties are to the Rockefellers and people like that, and how they were using and manipulating history. You know. Like a lot of people who wrote the history books had ties to royal families and um, ties to the ties to the to, to the to the high echelons of society to the elite, you know, because fundamentally in the past they were mostly only the people who were writing the books, you know, who had access to the print rooms and things like that, you know. You know, the winners of history always always write history, you know. That's the interesting thing. It's not always the good guys who win history. But we can see how it's, we've definitely been subdued and manipulated away from that, you know. Someone said as well. Um, uh, have you looked at the world fairs and how they seem to be abused to destroy the old buildings? Um, I'm not sure what you mean with the the, the the world fairs. I'm not sure what you mean by that. Um, but I think I know what I kind of mean, no, I think I know what you mean by the gist of that. But I think that's why um, one of the reasons why for like the last I don't know how many years you I would say, but there's been a definitely there's been a a lot of evidence suggests that. There's been movements in the world to to hide and remove a lot of these old artifacts artifacts that are in other countries, like for example in Afghanistan and Libya, because you know, like places like that in the world around that area. If you look back at the history, like um, from a historical level, these places were the central hub of the planet at the time. You know, there's a lot of megalithic structures in these areas of the world. You know, um, especially when it comes to Turkey, there's a lot there, but there's a lot around the world, and I think. Um, it makes sense to see why a lot of these historical buildings have been getting, uh, you know, tucked down, have been getting dismantled. Um, people have been going in there and hiding information. Like even, for example, like you can go to the, to the even like this is going even further back, but going to the Egyptian pyramids, and you know the the true artifacts have been hidden from people. You know, people go on excursions, and the 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 kind of like just like the same with Antarctica. You know, the relationship we have with Antarctica, how you're allowed to go to the pyramids, but you're not allowed to go and see certain things. This same relationship is played out with history, you know, like you go to certain structures and you can only see certain things, you know, the tour guides, you have to stay on the tour guides, they take you to certain points, you know, you can't meditate in the king's chamber, you know, you can't, they even stop you walking barefoot, you know, in in many circumstances. I know there's been a couple of instances where people haven't done that, Um, but most of the time, you know, you have to stick to the tourist route, just like when you go to Antarctica, you know, you can only go to one spot in Antarctica, you can't go to anywhere else. You know, there's only one private company that takes everyone there. It looks like the seven private companies, but there's only one. And um, you know, you you only allowed to walk on the certain spots. You know, for example, like for example, like there's a um, it's interesting because it's like a, when it comes to Antarctica, there's a there's a, a guy who broke the record who walked the length of the planet supposedly. But the, the 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 walk that he walked, it, it didn't like it wasn't that he went on Antarctica and walked around. He just went to a certain point and walked back the exact same way, you know, <laughs> and walked back on himself and come back up the planet, <laughs> which is interesting. 
Dean said, once you realise your fear of death and are not scared, the game is up and you can't can't you can live your true path. Yeah, for sure. I think as as well, like it's kinda it's set up in a way where kind of like This whole place is, is you know, we know this. It's 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 more of a spirit. It's a, it, it's not more of a spiritual nature. It is a spiritual nature, but it's um, you know, it's all about kind of like your um, acceptance. It's all about your kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's all about your um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's all about your acceptance. It's all about kind of like. Um, I kind of let words slip my mind now, but it's basically you know like if you give your con, it's all about consent. If you give your consent, you know that's where they kind of get you. You know, I think that's why kind of like everything that's playing out right now, it's all about coercing you. You know, like the kind of not like the kind of hiding you from every single avenue. You know, the kind of hiding you from truth. You know, in a certain way, you have to go on your own journey and find that truth to activate that deeper knowledge. And um, once you get there, they can't do nothing about it. But it's all about like kind of like your willingness to 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 push beyond kind of like the the practical things that they put in front of you to stop you back to that. But really, you know, the cage is always open, kind of thing. You know, from all avenues, from knowledge. You know, you just have to take the time to read a book, and you can work your way back to that. You know, um, and especially with a lot of the practical, physical things that are in front of our faces right now, you kind of can just. We all know it's about acceptance of it, you know, and um, it's your compliance in it. That is the key, you know, because it's a spiritual war, you know, from all that, from all angles. But truly, like, for example, I think that's one of the biggest things I was saying this to someone the day about how, you know, fear, fear of death is a big one, you know, like a lot of people right now who are scared, they're in the base root fears, you know, they're all scared of, they're all scared of death, you know, like they don't admit it. They say that they're doing things for other people, like that's what they try to say, like that's the rhetoric that they try to to run run out say like i'm doing this for other people you know but really they're just scared if they just admit they're scared that's fine you know i'm just scared of death but they feel they're ask is you know not all of us are kind of scared of death you know and a lot of us have been doing a lot more work to understand that death's just the next transition to something else but they want you scared in your meat suit you know like that's what they want they want you attached to your meat suit and that's what why history to some degree is taking you away from that that origin too you know because if you don't know like the deeper knowledge of kind of like people in the past of how they they understood that like this place was just fleeting a fleeting existence and it was a place to come and learn and work on your soul and then eventually you would transition over to the next realm that's why they were heavily focusing on all these cultures of the past were all focusing on the ether you know they understood the fundamental relationship with the ether and then ourselves and when you get in, as you, if you imagine, if everyone had that knowledge, you know, they wouldn't be doing half the shit that they're doing now on the planet. You know, they wouldn't be scared and running around in fear. You know, if you have this knowledge of the ethereal, ethereal realms, you know, like, and you're you're aware of all this deeper knowledge about the firmament, your relationship to it, you know, how what is above, so below. How you know the chakras, the seven planets above, are the seven chakras within. How the earth, how the heart is the. Um, how the heart heart is a how heart means earth you know like so for example that you're in the this is the the center of the realm you know mid mid realm you know it's like it all leads back to the self and our relationship with our chakras inside of ourselves how we are the center of our own mandela and how it links to the stars above and if you know that if you know your history you know where you come from you know how there is a bigger divine presence that's operating around us with all these different cycles of consciousness you know do you think you're really going to take the spice you know do you think you're really going to be walking around in fear no way, you know. Of course you're not. And that, and that's what they're trying to take, discard you away from, you know. 
Oh yeah, someone's talking about Nikola Tesla in the comments and said um, he could he wanted to give people free energy because indeed he could tap into the invisible po invisible power. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, Tesla definitely talked about that how there was a force all around us. It's interesting though in this documentary, which I haven't got up to yet. It's also slightly mentions on which I'm I'm going to be getting up to more. Um, but um, it's basically like um, talk, the guy t says about how Tesla was actually a shill. Which is interesting as well. So I need to look into that more, but that's just to let you give you guys a little bit of a heads up on that as I'm kind of reporting on information I find in a different perspective. But this guy was just about to make an argument for that and how he played into the agenda. But I'm not, I'm not too sure. It's something I need to look into more anyway. But Tesla did say some really interesting stuff and he was definitely suppressed. And if people's stuff suppressed, it's always kind of like a, a measure of like stuff stuff for me, you know. Oh, if the guy, always the guy who's on the stage, you know, like, for example, like Neil deGrasse Tyson, you know, he's like everywhere on stages, you know, but like the guy who's given an alternate perspective gets uh, censored, you know, or gets tucked down. It's always, it uh, rings a lot of alarm bells to me, you know, people who are on the stage and in front of mainstream, you know, it always rings a lot of alarm bells. Someone said in the comments as well, um... I thought the mud movement on the video you shared proved the building were actually older than people living in them. Why would they build buildings that the bottom floors were submerged in mud? Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Yeah, that was really interesting. That was a good perspective in the video as well. How like, like someone said in the comments there, how a lot of the buildings were kind of like submerged, you know, like people wouldn't just build a submerged building, would they, you know? So it's kind of like... And the pictures were depicting this, you know, like from old pictures of people standing outside, like on horse and carts, and how some of the buildings, supposedly that they built, were submerged under under the mud. So it, it kind of like, sh kind of leans towards that these built, they didn't build the buildings, you know, and they just kind of stumbled across them. You know, there's always like theories as well, like um, there's always that spiel that's played out with a lot of these ancient structures around the world, like how they say, um, like for example, when when like. They found like some sometimes in some of the tombs in Egypt, like the not in the tombs themselves, because there's never been any bodies found. But around the outskirts, they always kind of find like bodies and things like that, and pre like pre, like um, archaeological um, artifacts that kind of date and play into the narrative of what like the mainstream wants to tell you. But a lot of the older artifacts that date back even further. They don't. They hide away, and they keep. They keep away in vaults. You know, they don't kind of show you the, the ones that are. They only show you the ones that play into the narrative where they want to tell you that the the, the pyramids are only two thousand or three thousand or four thousand five hundred years years old. They don't want to show you the architects that, the the sort of the artifacts that play into the spiel of like twelve thousand years old. You know, or longer. They don't want to give you that information. You know, because they want to kind of like portray this narrative that you know, like, of 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 their story that they've been playing out and the frequency that they've been pumping out all the time you know but like a lot of times you know a lot of these a lot of these peoples around the world have been kind of just stumbling across these sites you know they've been and they've been like um coming across them and finding them and going like oh these are interesting and then obviously history's like built upon that you know and they use that as a narrative to see oh these people built them you know that's why i, I fully believe that especially the way that this documentary highlighted a lot of stuff, that a lot of people in the 1800s supposedly built all these buildings, but at the same time they were they were building this other architecture at the same time where they're just using wood, you know, but there's big massive cathedrals with sacred geometry and amazing artwork, you know, like mirroring the heavens and everything. You know, I believe that they just they just stumbled across, you know, one day and found them, you know. 
100% or whatever, how it played out, I don't know. I'm still trying to work it out, but I definitely don't believe that they built them. You know, I think they just, even in the 1800s, people just, they, they, these cathedrals and these great halls and monuments were already there, you know. Because half the time we still can't even replicate a lot of this 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 great architecture now, you know. But I think this ties into the theory of Tartaria, you know, as well, and that, like the mud floods and stuff like that too. There's a lot of like symmetry across a lot of these topics, you know. And it's like it's much bigger than just like looking at one topic. They all link, you know. There's like sort of like there's like uh, symmetry across all these different topics, you know. Like whatever culture you look at, there's all this like symmetry trying to tell you a message, you know, of ascension and consciousness. Um, someone said, the bard said, the latest Airwar, Airwar, I can't say that word, that, this is a guy who did the video as well, like, it's in the link below, it's uh, the latest, he's called Airwar, Airon, Airwar, Airon, I don't know how to pronounce it anyway, but that's, this is supposedly the guy who, it's E-W-A-R-A-N-O-N video, and this is obviously the documentary that I'm, I've talked about most in this one, proposed the water flushed down a hole at North Pole and was reflushed every 12 hours I wondered if it was upgrading the Akashic Records every 12 hours. What? Proposed that the water flushed down a hole at the North Pole. I'm not sure what you're on about there. I'm not sure about that. I've never heard him say that. Um, the one who controls the money controls the people. It's so easy to see if people could only see. Yeah, 100% for sure, for sure, you know, like, we all we all know that for sure. But before you see the the real, you have to be able to unsee the fake. Yeah, hundred percent. It's 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 really interesting though. Like, um, you know, like for example, you know this this documentary for me, it's just kind of like, you know, it's only kind of scraping the surface of 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 you know what's going to be coming, where we're kind of going to be going back to in the future, you know, because like we can see that. We can see that these peoples of the past were far more advanced than than we've kind of we've been let on to believe. But it also kind of opens up horizons within us to be able to to be able to like think that you know what if if we kind of like if we keep evolving in the way that we are in terms of ascension. I don't mean the in terms of like the technological advancements that like of like how the f movies perceive. But I mean like as we kind of move back to the center of ourselves, of how we kind of like can all incorporate all these different healing modalities. Um, free energies and stuff like that in the future. You know, I think the world is um, is the, is our oyster to, to to a certain degree. And I think that this is probably, you know, maybe I'm going to call this now, but I probably think this is how it's going to unfold in the future. You know, I think we are going to see a split and where we're going to see two different worlds emerge on this planet. You're going to see the utopia world where people are like are still like in the little boxes, you know, like working the nine to fives and like running around like headless chickens and feeding that that mechanical system. You know, like relying on it like so bad, like like probably at the same time you're probably with that as well it's going to be like very much like the hunger games where you know like because in the hunger games everyone in that capital city you know they're all like feminized men you know like all feminized women to a certain degree like completely out of the divine feminine um and i think you know they're all kind of like you know they're all kind of completely dependent upon the beast you know like they're all like scared of the air you know they're like, they're, they're like so fragile and stuff and like spiritually completely disconnect and um and then you've got the other people in the Hunger Games who are kind of like, you know, they're living off grid, you know, they're, they're a touch with the land, they know who they are. And I don't mean the dynamic of fighting them with one, one another. I know that's a, a, like a, a spiel that wants to be kind of played out. But I mean, just like, you know, the the analogy, we can definitely see that right now on the planet, there's two worlds emerging. Like someone said in the comments there, 3D versus 5D one, planets, two worlds. Yeah, for sure. 
it's um we can all see you know like you've just got to interact with your family members and your friends around you um i think language and conversations can show that you know right now there's like two different languages going on you know two different frequencies right next to each other a one where people can can talk about and hold these conversations of consciousness and one where people can't even hold a conversation of consciousness you know they just want to watch the tv you know you know that's that's their level of consciousness just watching the tv um but i think that's what's going to happen it's going to be the the, the split is going to happen from that level you know um someone said i think there are countries in empty cities yet to be revealed to us some people know but because they are vulnerable valuable 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 resources they will never find out about them beyond antarctica yeah well th- that's the interesting thing you know like there's always like scripts and t- scriptures and textures talking about the lands beyond Ar- beyond be- lands beyond An- antarctica you know like admiral bird he talked about that you know how there was lands beyond antarctica um you know so so who who, who knows you know like i think the vastness of like we all like i said in the last podcast you know we know map making has been has been manipulated you know like the the size of certain continents uh to do with like to to be to create like more like creating like a um propaganda in terms of like other cult countries looking bigger than others you know so this this is we know there's been an attack from all level and god knows what's going to come up in the future you know like you know who knows you know there's people who's wrote books about antarctica believing that you know like there's there's ancient technologies in antarctica you know there's other civilizations you know there's other who who knows you know what's going to unravel on this planet you know is the something i've been thinking out just a deep thought and as you know i kind of go on these deep rants and i know a lot of people this this loses a lot of people you know who who kind of just can't allow the minds to be open and i know that because i get emails from people you know saying i'm crazy and stuff like that but I, that's absolutely fine you know i'm like i'm not here to kind of like satisfy the needs of the system if they want to do that you know they can go and watch uh tiny tease news you know or they could go and watch mainstream news fox news or something you know if they want to get them if they want to get the same kind of um chemical endorphin release of like referring the narrative to believe in the mind but um i fully believe that like that the relationship that i'm having with my work inner work that i'm doing for example so when i'm doing a lot of inner work i can see how the chakras reside within my body and i can see how you know the the higher the the, the sort of the ultraviolet chakra is here and the red chakra is down here you know and in the center is the is the heart and if you look back at a lot of ancient cultures you know they depict this earthly realm with that intent mirroring so for example what is above so below how the how the cosmological nature of this place mirrors the inner worlds of the self you know and i've seen the torus field with inside of the self so like i said i wouldn't believe i wouldn't be surprised if the planet that we're being shown is not really the planet what we see you know it's more torus like so it has a big torus field around it this is just what i'm feeling at the moment you know you discard it if you think it's bullshit I, like i, I do you know what i mean i don't care this is just what i'm feeling at the minute that it's a big torus field and that we have different planes of existence going all the way down and underneath you know like i don't know how far i don't know what to what um is it in relationship with the seven chakras the seven planes of existence is the uh, if the the earth's an algorithm for heart it is in the ancient teachings you know there's many words for gaia for earth for heart it all means the same thing um midgard also is the same word too you know the hearts at the middle of us could the earth be the center and then we have realms above realms below if we ascend we ascend high to the higher realms we send lower to the, to the lower realms you know who who knows um but that's where i'm kind of like leaning towards at the minute and it'll probably i'll probably change and i'll probably but it's just something i wanted to mention anyway because i thought it was interesting um 
Yeah, someone said you can only learn new things when you have an open mind for new things. For sure, 100%. And that's why a lot of people right now can't they can't take new information in because they're just wrapped up in the beliefs, you know. And they'll just call you crazy. It's easy to call someone crazy instead of ha have, a, have a true debate, you know. Someone will just call you, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist, are you crazy, you know. What does that even mean? You know what I mean? What does it even mean? But it's just a way. It's just a way of kind of like ushering someone to the side and saying that you don't want to deal with them. You know, make kids they don't want their own belief shattered. You know, to some degree. Someone said the countries are uh, disproportional because it's difficult to represent them correctly. Well, how is it difficult to represent them? You know, supposedly they're up there, aren't they? You know, ancient ancient map builders in the past could 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 depict a lot of the continents. You know. The vastly difference to how we depict them right now. They didn't have a hard trouble depicting them. You know, what's the interesting thing is like it's a, it's a weak argument to say that you have a have a hard uh, job depicting them. You know, supposedly with all our our levels of I think the, what's the word called again? Chronography, I think it's called. Is chronography is a, is a, is the study of of um of size of uh, continents and stuff. I'm not sure if that's right, but you know, like supposedly coaches in the past could do it when they were or supposedly just by taking navigating the ships around the service. Supposedly, I mean, sure we can. We can do it by um, by having the, all the satellites that we've got up there. Surely, uh, be able to depict the the, the size of the planets correct, uh, the size of the continents correctly. Come on, it's a weak argument that. And I've heard as well people saying about how like how um, how like water erosion affects them and stuff like that. You know, not 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 like not yearly. It doesn't happen that quick. You know. Water levels take or take take many years to 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 fluctuate and change. You know, to say like, oh, it's because of water level. It's because of water level that you that the planets change when when NASA takes a picture of them or something. You know, it's absolutely hilarious. It's as bad as the one saying that the um, that they recorded over the over over the tapes. Someone said, Paul said, do you think the archons slash demons are in a highly advanced AI system? Um, I'm not 100% sure what you mean by that, but I can definitely think that's what they're trying to do. I think they're definitely trying to remove themselves from, like, you know, they're trying to basically, also he says, yeah, he also says, I also heard the AI system comes from the etheric realm. I'm not too sure about that, but I can definitely see, like, um, maybe it does, you know, I don't know. But um, I, I've definitely heard that, like, and one of my theories is that our reason, the reason why I believe that the movement are technological, like sub-reality, is because you know they want to escape the self. You know, um, they're trying to like you know avoid karma. They're trying to avoid the soul because like when you kind of when you've carried out like so much horrible acts on humanity, you know you you are going to get you're going to have to pay that back to some degree. You know, and that's the cycle of karma. That's how karma works. I keep saying this, but I'm I will be doing a a podcast about karma in the future because I I did kind of like bring up a lot of I did have an experience where I brought up some past life karma and I learned a lot from it as how you can't, no matter how where you go on the planet, you can't escape karma, you know, like it follows you, it follows your soul everywhere you go and you have to burn that off, you know, like uh, Ramdas says, you have to burn off that karma, you know, no matter what you do, whether you just treat someone nastily or give a neg like negative comment to someone or whatever you do, in some shape or form, you have to burn off that karma. And I think they have a lot of karma to burn, burn off. Um, you know, there's theories like um, Max Spears said about this, you know, how they've been kind of like doing this to, to many different realities, you know, like like the, the lower, like the, you know, the probably just aspects of us to, to some degree too as well. You know, it's it's like so hard to comprehend for the human mind of how deep this goes, you know, are these entities just a, 
a sub-reality within us, you know, are they part of the, the dreamscape to, to make us become even better, you know, are they, are they um, because, you know, sometimes when you do this deep work, you realise how your shadow is also operating through the darkness too, you know, and how you play a fundamental role in that too, but um, there's theories of like how, whatever this is, whatever's going on here, wherever there seems to be some kind of like entities or whatever you, word you want to call it, you know, like I've, I've, I've seen them, I've, uh, I've felt the presence of them, you know, like I've, I've seen it in the physical world, acting out in crazy things that go on, you know, like how certain acts of low empathy are going on, you know, like how, um, from all different levels, you know, we can see the whole board of how evil, evilness is operating through this place. Um, but I don't, I'm fully, I'm yet undecided on what's 100% going on there, you know. But I can definitely see how they are using technology to probably escape that, you know, to some degree. Escape the karma or escape whatever they have to face, you know, to some degree. And that's why they're probably kind of like, you know, they want to like kind of move to that, that like, you know, that, that sub-reality of whatever you, of artificial intelligence, whatever you want to call it, where you know, they're, they're, they're disconnected from, they run even further away from source, you know, and they don't have to face themselves, and they can live, they can live forever to some degree. Um, someone said, someone said, um, someone said as well, I'm not entering, entering a debate, bro, for real. Now, nah, I know that, of course, man. Um, it's not, a, it's not a debate, you know, what I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, like, it's, it's uh, one of them things to, to say that they can't depict them can't say the con to depict the contents easy just because it's hard to do is a is a kind of a cop out. Um, so Matthew says, "Hello, mate. Do you believe in the multiverse?" Um, I don't know what I believe anymore. No, I don't know what I believe in. You know, I don't know. Like I said, I I I, I think that this system that we're in, whatever it is, this realm, is a lot different than we've been told for sure. You know, I think we it's probably got. It's probably more like um like the chakras, you know, like it's more has a like what is above so below, you know. It's like probably has planes of existence that we don't even we can't even comprehend and don't even understand, you know. Maybe there's maybe there's more continents that we don't even understand that's on this place, you know. I think because you know, and I, and, and like I said before, I know this is kind of like when you when you talk about this kind of kind of stuff, I know that you leave yourself open for criticism, you know, and you leave yourself open for people to call you whatever name you want. Um, you know, you'll not find many people freely just allowing the mind to wonder because they've got too many invested interests you know like they're, they're worried about you know is, is it, they're worried about is my channel gonna get took down if i talk about this they're gonna be worried about what's my friends and family gonna think about me if i'm saying that this this place isn't what we've been told you know and it's not like it's not a it's not a globe or something you know or it's something completely different or it looks like a taurus field um it gets to a point you know like where you've just got to follow it you've got to just follow truth you know you just got to keep following what your intuition is telling you, you've got to be open and that's all we can do you know a lot of people aren't willing to do this you know as you see a lot of people are just kind of willing to just stay around the edges you know talk about the the, the mundane self-help stuff and repeat the same stuff again and again and again but not realizing how it's in like expanding your mind and looking further out the field how that actually leads you even further back to the self you know it's all about that um but I, I don't know about, like I say, I don't know about the multiverse for you, you know, I, I don't know. I think I'm at the point now where I'm thinking that everything that NASA's telling us is a lie, is a big fat lie, you know. And that's because, not only just because I'm watching other perspectives, it's not just about that. It was that at one point, it was that I was just kind of watching documentaries and watching alternative perspectives on space and what people's opinions are. Um, but at the same time, it's now I have all that research and how I'm looking at alternate perspectives of the ancient cultures and how they actually viewed this realm. 
and they didn't view it like how we scientists view it now um but it's not just that it's me having my own like inner experiences and how that matches to information of what the ancients were saying you know like i'm having the journeys where i'm seeing the chakras inside myself i'm like going with inside the taurus field taurus like field with inside myself i'm seeing that within others and i'm seeing how that fundamental relationship plays out in the heavens above i've seen like i said i've had that experience where i've seen the cosmic grid or firmament whatever you want to call it that's around us that the ancients all spoke about i've felt the energies on the sacred sites you know i know that this place is far more than we've been told and when and there's a difference from like having them experiences because I, I know for a fact that a lot of people who who are just going along with the spiel of what nasa tells you like when you you know, like, they're telling you that there's this planet in the sky. They're telling you, like, this is what space is. They're telling you that you're on a, a ball spinning through space. You know, people aren't, ha- from that level, I, I know that people aren't having the same experiences like I'm having, you know. I know they're not having, they're not diving deep into the, met- into the inner worlds and having the metaphysical experiences. Because when you do, it fundamentally changes that relationship, you know. You don't need to get all the information from someone else and rely upon what someone else is seeing. You start formulating your own opinions. You know, that's why, like, I'd rather be in a room with someone who said they're a flat earther than someone who just believes in the round earth model. Because it shows to me that they're, they're more willing to open the mind. It really does. Like, uh, And um, a lot of people who, who just believe in the, in the same like rhetoric spiel again and again and again shows that they're not thinking for themselves, you know? Like, I'd rather someone who, who, who like kind of like has a different, a little bit of a different opinion and not just the same spiel. Because then you know that they, they are thinking to some degree, you know. But it's the people who kind of like, who just are just playing out the same spiel. Like, oh, we went to the moon. You know, like, we went to the moon. NASA tell, does never tells lies, you know. Like, it just goes along with the, the script. Goes along with the theatre, you know, the big theatre. Earth, Earth, Earth's, Earth's in theatre too as well, which is mad. But, because um, it is, because Earth is a theatre, you know. It's a big theatre, which is crazy. So I said, do you do you think the world is like a Truman Show? Matthew said that. Um, yeah, well, it is. It is a Truman Show. You know, you've got to. It's a. It's one big Truman Show. It's going on right now. You know, it's interesting in the world word. You know, a true a true man. You know, true man. True man show. You know, it's the true man show. You know, it's all about like showing you who you truly are. You know, the true man show. <laughs> it's interesting. It's all in plain sight. You know, it's like even in the word language, it's everywhere. Um, but I, I, I do believe that, like, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if this, all this, like, what we're trying to work our way back to and all this kind of, like, everything that's up in the air in terms of what this place truly is, I wouldn't be surprised if it's all about for you just to find your soul, you know. It's, like, all about a journey to finding your way back to that true knowledge, you know. And that's why you have to, like, have people who you come up against who's kind of, like, saying, you're crazy, you're a conspiracy theorist. It's all, like, to challenge you, to... to to ask yourself how far you're willing to go, you know, how far you're willing to go for true knowledge. Like, all the greatest minds in the past, you know, who had theories of, like, the, this world was completely different, were, were all, like, ridiculed and were all challenged, you know. Um, all greatest minds, from biolo- biology to to, to to psychotherapy to psychedelics, like, every single category on this planet, even from health, what foods you can eat, have all kind of, like, found new information, being completely ridiculed for, like, 20 years. And then, like, and then, um, then it's been proved right, you know. So it's, it's, it's kind of like the nature of life. Sometimes we have to be ridiculed on what we believe to kind of like, really reaffirm what we're thinking. Um, so it's probably just the nature of this place, you know. That's a cool question, Matthew said. Um, 
someone said, if you could sit down and debate with four humans, whether they are dead or alive, who would you choose? Um, I've said this before, but I said myself. <laughs> I said I would like to speak to myself in the in the past or future. Um, I'm not too sure, like, um, debate with four humans. I, want, I don't know if I want to just debate with them. I think I'll just want to, like, actually, if the, pick, the minds that I would pick, I wouldn't, like, kind of want to create that energy. I would want to create an energy of, like, minds who are actually really respect and want to actually like dive into there and see what they're what they're about you know probably minds like um i think like people in the past like um <coughs> i think just to name four just the first ones that come to your head i think plato would have definitely been interesting to talk to he seems like a guy who was who was onto some interesting stuff like someone said in the comments nikola tesla would be one for me nikola tesla obviously probably definitely would be one of their minds wouldn't he but um i don't know there's like some there's some interesting minds um it's probably there's probably minds that that um I think there's probably minds out there that we kind of we don't know in history as well. That's what that's what excites me because it's like I'm kind of as I'm learning more about history, I'm uncovering other minds that weren't in the mainstream. You know, like all the greatest minds are, are discarded from history. Like for example, even Nikola Tesla is not. You don't learn about Nikola Tesla in school. You know, you don't ever know the history books don't even talk about Nikola Tesla, which is mad. Um, and a lot of inventions are how we live reality right now. But you know a lot of the greatest minds who, who, um, who kind of like um, had a, was a threat of the system to some degree, would like hid away. So imagine all the hidden minds that are kind of like, uh, or like we don't even know about. You know, like what about some kind of like the the ancient like um, like the ancient builders? You know, like who was the leading architect of the of the of the Egyptian pyramids? You know, that would blow my mind. I've always wanted to go back in time and go to the Egyptian pyramids and see what was going on there. Uh, I think Marcus Aurelius, he's an interesting mind who probably would have been cool to sit down with. You know, Terence McKenna. Um, I'm trying to think. There's many There's many minds throughout time. Loads are, are, are slipping my mind right now, but there's, there's, so, there's so many. Someone said Albert Einstein would be a good one for translator. Yeah, for sure. You'd probably need one as well. Here's one. Who would who would win in a fight out of Albert Einstein and Tesla? I reckon Tesla would win. But he's a bit more feisty than Einstein. <laughs> probably would probably would probably wouldn't win a fight because he's probably got more. Uh, he's probably pissed off more than Einstein because I think Einstein um, Einstein's inventions were um, were supposedly not as good as Tesla's and uh, but his but Einstein's inventions were put on a pedestal, but Tesla's. Uh, Tesla was kind of pushed back on a pedestal, so he's probably got a lot of um, probably got a lot of trauma in there. Tesla, so he's probably got a lot of aggression, so he probably uh, take it out on Einstein <coughs> for lying about a lot of stuff too. <laughs> so instead, if you believe in remote view and you could try and remove, you could try try uh, remote view into the pyramids. Yeah, it's interesting because um. I can actually, that's one of my skills that I can do is I can remove you. So if anyone in the comments pisses us off, I'm coming for you. Just let you know I'll be remote viewing over your bedroom tonight. <laughs> I'll be finding you. I'm only joking. But um, that's something that I've definitely tampered with quite a bit is remote viewing. It's something that I need to do more of. But um, it used to be when I was younger, it used to be one of my skills that I used to be able to do quite a lot. And it's only now looking back that I, that I know what I was actually able to do. Um, so in the past, I used to be able to remove you a lot. I used to do be able to do a lot more than I can actually do it now, um, but it was one of my skills when I was younger. I could remove you, but I just never knew what I was actually doing at the time. I was just like, you know, my mom would come in the room, and I um, she would be talking to us and like for ages. And she said I was talking to you for ages there, by the way, and um, you know, I wasn't there. I was remote viewing. 
you know, it's like one of my that's like one of my skills I can do. But I need to I need to also do more practices around it to get back to to the, what I was in the past. You also think it kind of weird as well, like through programming and not really having like the the right people around you to kind of like to kind of make you understand it you know like for example if you're in an environment where that's kind of promoted like i think i did a meme the other day on my instagram where i said about how the if you think like the, the current generation's a nightmare wait you see the one that's coming and it was kind of like a, a black girl who had kind of like a like a space like a kind of futuristic kind of spiritual suit on with like all the war paint on and stuff and i think that's what's coming in the future you know like kids who like have the abilities to have the perspective to kind of like have people around them who can recognize them traits within them and sort of accentuate them to a certain degree not kind of like because i think a lot of children come through in the world now with these sensitivities and the world kind of like pushes them down and prevents them get, prevents like that blossoming to some degree within inside of the self but obviously as that more comes along you know more people are going to kind of work their way back to that also i've mentioned this about three times in the history of the podcast but um when it comes to remote viewing as well, a lot of people who I've come in contact with who are good, who are really good remote viewers and astral projectors say that within the, that within the, not just within the King's Chamber, but within, within this planet, there is things called etheric realms. So that if you can consciously remote view your body in a, a like in a, in a good way and you can astral project and you or even sometimes people say a lucid dream, but mostly astral project, you can go to the etheric realms in certain places around the world. So, like, for example, there's one of my friends who's a really good astral projector said that in the king's chamber, in the pyramid, there's an etheric realm that only astral projectors can access. Um, that, that the, the, and that's how good the architects were on this planet. That's how this thing is hidden within, underneath things in this place. Like, underneath layers, there is hidden things that you can access to when you leave your physical body. Um, and I think that's how to even take it even deeper. I know this talked about lost history, but I think the ancients, I think that's the next level of not just talking about how water can act as vibration, how they were like mapping the ethereal realms and using it for like using sound meditation for healing and living longer and doing whatever they were doing. It goes even deeper than that, you know, like they were operating in between the worlds and between the worlds, you know, like they, they were in the world underneath the world and they knew they could like hide things in plain sight you know but if you could like access your mind more intuitively and more consciously you could also just like they left kind of architecture for us on a physical level you know there's things they've left spiritually too you know but they're probably just us you know we probably just left them for us and we're probably the egyptians you know it just comes around in cycles you know our souls are probably the egyptians and we're just coming around in circles Someone said Russell Targ explains it also very well. Yeah, Russell Targ is interesting as well. Um, uh, Russell Targ Russell Targ is interesting, interesting by the way, because um, I don't know if you ever looked into this. I don't know if I should even be t- speaking about this, but um, maybe I'll just like throw it out there and um, just hopefully that nothing comes back. <clears throat> but Russell Targ, um, you know, he's involved in like a lot of psychic abilities and stuff. Uh, doing experiments with psychic abilities and things like that, and healing work and remote viewing. And uh, his daughter supposedly was a very good um was a very good healer, and uh, supposedly she um healed someone of cancer and um with her hands, and uh, went into her body and actually killed her of cancer, which is interesting. So like, and I've experienced this to some degree, you know, like when you're doing healing work with people, it's not to be messed with, you know, like you need to understand that when you like this is what I this is what I sometimes don't get, you know, like in the world of like <clears throat> in the world of a lot of spiritual teachers right now. 
you know, they're all talking. Everyone's calling themselves a shaman, like just freely calling themselves a shaman. Everyone's just saying that they can pull things out of people and heal them. But it's not to be fucked with, you know, like it's uh, it's big stuff. You know, you need to know what you're doing in them realms, you know. You can't just like go in and believe that you're taking something out of someone, you know, like how if you do, how do you get it out of you, you know, because it does does go to you, you know. So how do you get it outside of your side of yourself? Someone said Reiki healing. Yeah, it's the same for Reiki healing, you know, like a lot of people are call them i'm saying i know that it's, it's real and you can do it but it's just a lot of people who are saying that they can do it freely you know um but i have a lot of i think a lot of people aren't really really doing it correctly you know like the people are just are seeing the people that they're doing it but they're not um and it has like kind of like a placebo effect to some degree but um but this stuff's not to be messed with you know like you need to kind of like develop the skills which will be coming like in in the in the future you know like it will be coming on how like how how your relationship with healing someone because when you heal someone you know you have to there's a part of that where where it comes to you you know like you can't you're not just healing someone and releasing it into the ether you know like it's got a your body's got to act as a like a, a vessel to that to removing of that entity or removing of that thing you can't just kind of like turn up and think that you just like you know like turning up and just putting some crystals on someone and that's all it is and it's the crystals that do the work you know it's like your body's the, the the antenna for that healing to happen and people just dismiss that you know and they'll just like think they can do anything they want but there's there's big consequences with like things if you don't do it right you know you have to like kind of be spiritually attuned and that's why it's like it's a uh, even with psychedelics is the same too you know the role of the shaman you know it has to be respected you know it's like certain people on this planet have gifts where they can do where they can dance between the two worlds you know that's why someone can't just call themselves a shaman overnight you know the people it's like these the way that this works is that you know you get the calling um not through the physical you know you get the calling through the metaphysical the metaphysical calls upon you like shamans don't just go one day i'm just going to be a shaman you know things come to them in the dreams and tell them you know or they have certain ex- weird mystical experiences or they connect with that true divine part within inside of themselves and tells them that they can do this work and be the bridge between the metaphysical and the physical. You know, you can't, it's not just for everyone to just say that I'm a shaman, you know, different people have different skills. And that's what I believe that's going on, you know. Someone said, Reiki healing is something I need to look more into. I believe it's 100% possible. Yeah, 100% it is, no doubt about it. You know, like 100% it's possible. But like I say, it's just, it's just the, <clears throat> I just think sometimes it's, um, in the modern day world right now it's like everyone wants to be a reiki healer you know everyone's calling themselves a reiki healer but without really like getting to the depths with inside of themselves you know and, and like healing themselves as well to some degree um, a lot of people haven't even healed themselves but they call themselves a reiki healer you know um someone said if, if rupert child is, is correct uh, the concept of morphic resonance uh, what is the level of trauma being passed on to now to the future generations? Lol, if we get to next generation, any bets? Yeah, well, I think there's two there's two things in that, you know, like, and I kind of understand what you're trying to say, um, <coughs> but the, obviously the theory of morphic resonance is, is probably from how I understand it anyway. The theory of morphic resonance is a little bit different different to trauma being passed down. Um, it can work kind of in the same way. Actually, I kind of understand what you're saying now when I thought about it. Um, but obviously the theory of morphic resonance is that like there's that uh, there's a innate memory within nature that can be passed down through all animals like they don't have to be genetically connected it can just be passed down through morphic resonance which is like the conscious field um but in a way kind of like trauma is doing that to some degree you know um, i think definitely trauma does that on a 
definitely doing that on a physical level it's probably working on that ancestral level too like from a spiritual level too you know i think that's what a lot of us are doing you know we're kind of like cutting them ties now to that kind of like the way you put it like um sean like you said morphic resonance morphic resonance you know it is kind of like it is on a level kind of like that you know i don't know if i would kind of use that word to describe it but i kind of i do get what you mean um maybe it is maybe it's not but it's it's definitely like it's a it's a metaphysical thing of how trauma can be passed down for sure you know it's like it's passed down ancestral you know um like an, like we have we don't even realize how many like energetic ties of like trauma and healing that have kind of like passed down from future generations you know i've had experiences where i've kind of seen like i've met the ancestors you know and i've like i've done healing work and i've like i've like through my mind's eye i've met them you know and they've like kind of taught us when i've removed certain things and healed certain aspects of myself and how it he- it's healed them and it's released them it's like released because i think i, I kind of have a theory that this realm what we're in as well to some degree it's not all about this realm but i think there's a part in this realm where kind of like people like souls are, are like are returning and constantly being kind of like going around like in a cycular uh, motion kind of thing if that makes sense or, or going around like in a cycular um have like a has like a cycular relationship for example like the theory of reincarnation where we kind of like keep coming in and coming in like someone said in the comments there soul trap yeah well it could be something like that you know like for example where like if you don't break the cycle like you've got to keep returning you know you've got to keep returning back and i think that's what when you understand when you work on the lessons and you you break the spells like you know not only do we have to break our own spells we have to break the programming spells you know we have to break the matrix and then like obviously once you break the matrix and realize everything we're being told in the physical is a lie you have to move into the center of yourself and start working on the metaphysical laws the things that like you've kind of accumulated in your own soul over like in this lifetime like and then that's also tied to ancestral but then it goes even further to kind of like probably past lives and past planets or whatever you want to call it and then we have to remove these things to break the cycle you know to to, to ascend to some degree you know and, and like don't get trapped because that's like that's what all the ancient cultures believed you know like like even all their ancient structures are all you know they're all about kind of like depicting the journey of the soul and how you have to like cleanse your soul to to move to the higher realms and i think that's what we're all doing you know but anyway i think that's all i'm going to say anyway um someone i'll answer this one last one first someone said what do you think the end goal is merging with the one yeah for sure 100 percent. i think it whatever that means you know like i think it's i think sometimes when you go to these deepest points in your mind it's hard to like fully comprehend with the human mind <clears throat> like in these human forms i think we're kind of i don't want to like put a limitations on it because i don't know what the extent of how high your mind we can go from these bodies but right now in my own body i definitely feel like a limitation of understanding that to its true extent like when you take when you take psychedelics um or you have moments of meditation or expanding your awareness through other practices which i've done you kind of get moments where you kind of can understand that to its full extent of like our relationship to being energy or or returning back to that place of home because when you take psychedelics for example you know you you get that feeling of home you know like that place where like that place of pure bliss the place of beyond like physical density beyond physical limitation you know like the place where anything's possible to some degree and when you go to that place like you you remember it again for the first time you know but you know that you've been here before and it's kind of like that you know like but i think once you like come back into the human body like into the into that kind of like the 
the like the, like the sort of the 3d density if you want to call it that like the physical world um it's like a lower density you know and you can't the lower the bodies right now especially i know this the vibrations on the planet are speeding up but right now until that point there's going to be limitations on our vessels and on on the on the information that we can hold and store you know it's all about light it's all about the light that you receive in your body and the more light you can hold in your body the more that you can hold this higher knowledge the more that you start vibrating at a faster vibratorial rate um just like the infrared spectrum you know like how the highest infrared spectrum the purple color which is the crown chakra is vibrating fast the lower vibrate um laura the lower laura the lower lower laura's on the on my mind the the lower vibratorial colors on the um oh, i can't remember what i saying now what's it called again the infrared spectrum the lower vibratorial um colors on the lower on the lower <laughs> this is this is my calling now and i need to chill out but anyway <coughs> the lower vibratorial um frequencies on the what did i say it was called again infrared spectrum on the infrared spectrum are operating more slower and more denser so it's like kind of like um oh, i don't even know what i was saying brain fog i can't even remember where i was going with that now i think that's a sign that i need to go to bed guys i need to chill out but anyway, that's the call from the universe. I can't even remember what I was what rant I was going to say on. Yeah, but about merging with the one, um, I think that's what it's about. You know, I think it's about like when we're in these physical bodies. You know, we're kind of like the physical body struggles to kind of like uh, vibrate like uh, at enough speed to kind of understand like the bigger lessons to some degree. You know, like so it takes time to merge like the the higher realms and the higher frequencies so that we can understand what's going on here you know but it's going to take time and i think that's what the downloads are on the planet now like more people are having experiences because the the downloads are coming in you know kind of thing and your your body's getting more adjusted to the to the to the frequencies so you can actually have greater perspective but anyway that's all i'm going to say and we're working our way back to the golden age anyway and that's when we're all going to have great foresight and we're going to be able to see everything so anyway wherever you are in the world i love you all if you can as always check out the telegram group uh, it's a great place to just to let to keep up with when i'm going to be going live and stuff if you want to ask any questions in there too as well um like in the telegram group ask some questions and um like so i don't have to read through here you know i can kind of like i'll write them down and i'll, I'll already i'll already be able to attack them or incorporate them into something you know and it might already give me if you ask us a question off the lives it might give us a bit more time where i can kind of like give more like benefit to it you know like where i take more time and i can do a bit of research on it and gather my notes around it because a lot of the time when you ask questions you know i'm just on the spot and um, but if i can like kind of have a little bit of time to think about a question because sometimes you know the human mind doesn't work just on the spot you know it takes time to like to it's more natural to like if someone asks you a question like i would if you if you were in, in person with us and you asked us a question you know I, um obviously you've got to be i've got to be kind of like interactive now to keep this stream going you know like i know the relationship obviously people want to kind of it wants to keep flowing but if you were in person you were asking us a question i would kind of like slow down you know i would tune in i wouldn't like be just like having to speak fast so i would like kind of have more time to pause and reflect on what upon what someone's saying because sometimes when you're doing these lives it's kind of like you know you're kind of like in a cycle where it's, you've got to be kind of churning out to some degree but um 
but anyway that's just the nature of these things anyway and it's just what it's just what it is so it doesn't it doesn't really matter but anyway i love you all and uh, join the telegram group if you can and if you can as always uh, check out the different ways to support the podcast it helps me keep doing what i'm doing that's all i'm going to say anyway i love you all have a great day and i will catch you in the next one probably in a few days time or tomorrow after i've finished watching this documentary i'll get more inspiration and i'll be like guys have you heard about this <laughs> have you seen what they're doing here <laughs> But anyway, it's all it's all it's all exciting. Anyway, when I was watching this documentary, I was like, I felt like I was, um, I felt like I was a little school kid just like jumping around for, with excitement. Have you seen this? Have you seen this? So anyway, I'm going to continue watching the rest of that documentary because I'm, I think I've got about two hours left of it, and as you've seen, I already covered a lot of stuff and made uh, tied a lot of theories together. So in the future, and when after I've watched the do- the documentary. I'll probably have another 50,000 points to and un- uncovered something else. Um, but anyway, who knows? I'll see you soon anyway. Big love. Let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream. And that you could, for example, have the power within one night to dream 75 years of time. Or any length of time you wanted to have. And you would naturally, as you began on this adventure of dreams, you would fulfill all your wishes. You would have every kind of pleasure you could conceive. And after several nights of 75 years of total pleasure each, you would say, well, that was pretty great. But now let's, um, let's have a surprise. Let's have a dream which isn't under control. Well, something is going to happen to me that I don't know what it's going to be. And uh, you you would dig that and come out of that and say, wow, that was a a close shave, wasn't it? Then you would get more and more adventurous and you would make further and further out gambles as to what you would dream. And finally, you would dream where you are now. You would dream the dream of living the life that you are actually living today. That would be within the infinite multiplicity of choices you would have, of playing that you weren't God. Because the whole nature of the Godhead, according to this idea, is to play that he's not. The first thing he says to himself is, man, get lost because he gives himself away. Everybody is fundamentally the ultimate reality. Not God in a politically kingly sense, but God in the sense of being the self, the deep down basic whatever there is. And you're all that, only you're pretending you're not.